bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otterville. And now, today's word. My topic for today is the power of words. It's still in the same vein of teaching on faith, but I'm talking about the power of words. Words have got power. And uh, human beings are blessed by God with the ability of speech. We can communicate our thoughts. We can communicate our feelings to other people to God, and to other human beings. But that power of speech can sometimes uh, be used negatively and sometimes it can be used positively. And if you're going to learn to operate in faith, you have to learn to operate uh, consciously by speaking words uh, that release your faith. And uh, today as we study the power of words, you're going to see how positive words can create positive results. And negative words can create very negative, unpalatable results. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Proverbs. And um, we read chapter 18 and verses 20 and 21. Proverbs chapter 18 verses 20 and 21. Are you there in Proverbs 18? Okay, let's hear the reading of God's word. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Very sober Words from the scripture, especially the part that says death and life are in the power of the tongue. That means you can give yourself life and you can also kill yourself based on the pattern of your speech. You know, many times we speak normally everything that we want to talk about, we say it. In speaking and expressing yourself and your mind and your feelings, you have to also be mindful of the scripture that says your stomach, your life will be filled by the words you speak. And so it's important as we exercise the power of speech that we are careful with what we say. The first thing you notice from this verse is that our words determine the things we attract. The things that draw close to you, the things that come to you are influenced by our words. The Bible says in that verse, a man's stomach shall be filled from the words of his mouth. The things that fill your life, the things that fill your stomach is determined by the words you speak. Secondly, our words Decide the level of our fulfillment in life. By the fruit of our lips, we are filled. 
The, the level of fulfillment you have in life is determined by what you say. And thirdly, our words drive us to our destiny. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So you have to be careful what you say. There are phrases that we use. Some are traditional phrases. Some are normal phrases in our conversation that we use. But when we speak those phrases, most of the time, we are calling destruction to ourselves. And we have to be careful how we speak. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. The tongue has got creative power. Because you read from the book of Genesis. And God said, let there be. And there was. He created all things with his word. The Bible also says we are created in the image of God. If God creates things by the power of speech, then we who are in his image will also create things by the power of speech. You create your destiny by what you say. If you tell yourself you're always going to be a failure and you always complain about the circumstances, how hard life is and how impossible it is, and some of it may even think it's humorous to say that. But in the end, you are attracting something to yourself. Some of us attract hardship. Some attract sickness. Some attract death. Some attract poverty. By the words they speak. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Then go with me to Luke's Gospel chapter 6. And verse 45, and then Matthew chapter 12, verses 36 and 37. These are the words of Jesus himself. The words you speak are very important. Words like, as for me, I know, I don't know anything. As for me, I know when God blessed people with brains, he didn't bless me. As for me, I know I'm not handsome. As for me, I know I'm not beautiful. As for me, I know I can do it. And most of the time, we don't say it because we have a real appreciation of our strengths and weaknesses. But we say it because we have a negative perception of our own self. We have low self-esteem. And our words are filled with, it's not possible. The problem is, I can do it. And most of the time, people speak so much negativity that even when God opens a door of opportunity, they don't see it. Because they've already told themselves, it can't be done. And look at what Jesus says about the power of words. Luke, Luke chapter 6 verse 45. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Then Matthew chapter 12, verse 36 and 37. Jesus says, 
But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified. And by your words you will be condemned. Wow. This is dangerous. I mean when you read things like this you just want to pause a moment and consider the words you've been speaking all along. Words are spiritual in nature. And why do I say words are spiritual in nature? Two things stand out from what Jesus says in these two passages. One, he says out of the abundance of the heart. Normally in the Bible, the heart is used in reference to the spirit. Out of the abundance of the spirit, the mouth speaks. Then Jesus says, the words you speak will be used to judge you. That means even after you die, your words don't die. Words are eternal. They live after people are dead. That is why people can say things when they are alive. They die. And it continues to have effect. Somebody can pronounce a curse whilst he's alive. After he dies, those words still have effect. Because words are spiritual and they are eternal. So you don't speak them casually. And you don't call curses upon yourself casually. Those of you who lie and invoke curses upon yourself. that For example, you say, uh, if I'm lying, let uh, something happen to me. Immediately, something may not happen to you. But remember, your word is eternal. And it will meet you 20 years along the line. And pay you back what you sent it to do. So, words are important. They are spiritual. They don't die. And they live even after we are dead. The second thing you notice about this verse is that our words reveal our inner treasure. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart will bring out good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure will also speak evil words. That word treasure means the storehouse. The store of value. You can tell the nature of a person by the words they use. How do you determine that a person is unfaithful? It's the words they use. How do you determine that a person is a liar? By the words they use. You don't say they speak lying words. You say he is a liar because your words represent you. You and your words are one. If you speak faith, you are a man of faith. If you speak doubt, you are full of doubt and doubt will bury you. 
And sometimes we speak words and forget about them. But they pursue us. Remember Jesus says every idle word. Do you know what an idle word is? An idle word is a word you speak and you didn't even consider it was important. Like you say, as for me, I won't live long. It's an idle word. You've even forgotten you spoke it. But that word is going to run after you. And it will pursue you. So sometimes things happen to us and we think they just happened. They didn't just happen. They are idle words we spoke and didn't have the presence of mind to revoke them and to decommission them. Because once you speak a word, you've commissioned it to go and pursue something and accomplish it. And it will come. Jesus says he's going to judge you. That means a thousand years from now, your words can even affect your children. They can affect your grandchildren, your children's children. Idle words. Things you said whilst you were a joke. As for me, I know I will just marry a drunkard. And sometimes people say that when they are in secondary school, you are careless, you are regular. Oh, as for me, when I grow up, the man I will marry will be a drunkard. And you say it and say it and say it and say it. And then that word begins to pursue you. And lo and behold, 30 years along the line, you can't tell why your marriage is in the state it's in. But idle words. Idle words. Idle. When, when you say something is idle, it means that thing is lazy. It's going slowly. The word, idle word. It doesn't happen immediately. It's idle. As if it won't happen. As if it doesn't, as if it's there and it's by your idle word. Then one day, it shows up. It's an idle word. Idle words don't happen instantly. They don't become a reality instantly. But they will judge you in the end. The third thing you notice about this verse is that whatever we say will be used to judge us. Whatever we say will form the basis on which God determines the outcomes of our lives. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Idle words will be used to judge us. Fourth thing you notice from that verse is that our words produce either freedom or bondage. Jesus says your words can be used to either justify you or condemn you. In the courts, the heavenly courts of law, your words are the material that will be used to determine what you receive in life. And that's why all of us have to be careful about the words we speak. Especially the idle ones. The ones we just say in a joke. And sometimes, you know, it's like a joke, like a joke, but you say it all the time. You use those words all the time. And you use it all the time. And sometimes when you use those words, people laugh. And they have fun. They say, oh, as for you, you are like that. As for you, you are like that. And everybody forgets. 
and you think it was not a serious word, but it will pursue you. And it will determine the outcome of your life. You are creating your destiny every day with the words of your mouth. Every day, you are creating your destiny. Every day, I'm creating my destiny. I'm determining the life of my children by the words I speak. I'm determining the life of my grandchildren by the words I speak. I'm even determining the lifestyle and the nature of blessing or favor or curse that my great, 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 great grandchildren will experience. Hundred years from now, your words can condemn them or bless them. Words are powerful, my friends. You don't use them by heart. And let me show you an example from the scripture of the effect of words. The effect of words. Go with me to Numbers chapter 14. Numbers chapter 14. In the book of Numbers chapter 14, we're going to read an account that is very instructive on the power of words. God himself told the children of Israel when they were in bondage, God himself came to Moses and said to Moses, I have heard the cry of my people in Egypt. And I'm sending you Moses, go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Go where? God says, I am delivering them from bondage to bring them to a land flowing with milk and honey. God declared his express intention, his purpose. And he started working out what he has said he would do. The people were delivered. Pharaoh was squashed. The enemy they feared was no longer there. The people entered the wilderness. Normally, it should have taken about 40 days to get to the promised land. But the moment they entered the wilderness, they started digging their graves with their words. And everything they said was negative. God then sent, told Moses to send spies to go and see the promised land. This land that he has promised them was theirs. It was their land. And the 12 spies go. And they come back. They see the land. It's exactly as God said it is. But the people come back. 10 of them say. The land is exactly as God says it is. But we cannot possess the land. The cannot spirit. There are people who speak with cannot. It can't be done. It has never been done. It will never happen over my dead body. There can never be done statements. They looked at the land and they said, we cannot take it. It's impossible. It can't be done. It has never been done. It won't be done. And if it will be done, not us. And sometimes I hear black people talk that way, Africans. It can't be done. We, are, we can't do it. Only white men can do it. 
and we dig our own underdevelopment with our tongue. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebil. Email otebil at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.